I have made sugar-free pudding twice this week. And what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Your response was like if I had murdered someone. <laughs> what? I just did not see that coming. Okay, okay. <laughs> Now I know, like, how to appropriately respond. You're a pudding girl. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have, like, tears coming out of my eyes. Hello, and welcome to Pop Therapy, where we talk about pop culture life and our favorite things. I'm one of your hosts, Christine. And I'm Rachel, and we are two friends who love all things pop culture and decided to start a podcast sharing our love for nonsense and hoping you will join in on the conversation with us. So thank you so much for listening to us on Pop Therapy today. We are so glad you're here. Um, I want to just make a little housekeeping note at the beginning, changing it up a little bit. And (laughs) um, I just want to ask that if you are enjoying this show, please, please, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. The word around town is that is how people find out about podcasts. (laughs) So the more reviews you have, the more your podcasts will be, I guess, like, I don't know, promoted or like pushed on people's screens or whatever. I don't know. But um, (laughs) so uh, reviews and ratings are helpful. And I've heard that written reviews are better than just leaving a star rating. So um, it can be really brief, but we would love for you to just leave a little written review for us. And we would appreciate it so much. Thank you. Speaking of things we want from you guys, we would love for you to send in your, or just in general, terrible fashion trends from the 2000s. Rachel and I are wanting to do an episode talking about some horrendous things that celebrities have worn or that we ourselves have unfortunately worn in anywhere from 2000 to 2015, let's say. We'll end with Chevron. So if you guys want to send that in to our email or our Twitter or even our Instagram pictures or just comments, please let us know. We would love it. And it'll be even more fun if you guys are involved in our trash talking. So keep that and send it in this week, please. Yes, I'm excited. That'll be so good. So yeah, hopefully that'll be our next week's topic. Um. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So let's not talk about the future. Let's talk about right now. Um, (laughs) Today we are going to talk about underrated TV shows or movies. So I believe our definition of that is just shows that do not get enough credit. Right. So yeah, we are just going to share a few of what we believe to be underrated shows and or movies and we'll see where it takes us. Oh, I am so excited. I have been preparing for this probably since the instant we decided to (laughs) talk about this. But Rachel, do you want to kick us off or should I start off this journey? Well, I want to give, like, I just feel like I need to make this statement at the beginning. Please, please. And then I'll let you start us off after (laughs) I make my little caveat. So the thing about me, Rachel, is (laughs) I like, can pretty much get into anything that I watch. 
So I don't have like super high standards for uh, TV or movies. Like if you have a good like character that's interesting, like I'm pretty much in. So that means like I can watch anything. I can watch like what is known to be a terrible TV show and I am like sold on it. (laughs) So I feel like my opinions on like what's underrated might be a little like not what everybody else would think. So I just kind of wanted to say that because I don't know if I'm the best judge on stuff. (laughs) Oh, totally. And let me just be clear from starting. I'm a fan of Pete Davidson. So if that says anything. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Like, yeah, I think I think we'll probably be on somewhat of a similar page with that. Yeah, we all have flaws. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) We all have flaws. We also all have times when we need like a comfort TV or movie that, like, we know it's not good, but we're doing it. It's like Taco Bell. Well, for some yes. of us. You know? Yeah. Like, Taco Bell's not, by any stretch of the imagination, good for you in any way. But sometimes the heart wants what it wants, you know? Yes. Or the taste buds. Yeah. So, <laughs> all being said, I'm going to go ahead and just kick us off with something that I hope Thank we you. can all agree on. Because this, to me... Is just one of the best cinematic films of all time. And <laughs> it is The Emperor's New Groove. So off the bat, Rachel, are you a fan? Not a fan? What do you think? Oh, I'm a fan for sure. And actually, a little known fact, um, <gasps> The Emperor's New Groove is one of my husband's very favorite movies. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like the more I get to know Shelton, the more I'm like, oh, I don't know why we weren't closer <laughs> friends. Because we could, we have some very similar opinions. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's such a funny movie. Yeah, I... And I think a lot of, I hear a lot of people saying that they love that movie um, recently. But yeah, growing up, I feel like it didn't have a lot of hype. Right. And not to worry, Rachel and listeners, because I I have found out why it did not. And it's an understandable reason. And let me just be clear. I, just being David Spade's number one fan, do I commonly, commonly you know, DM him through my dog's Instagram account. Yes, I do. Has he gone ahead and liked one of the tweets that I tagged him in? Yeah, he has. So Wait, for real? For real, he has. You can't just blow past that. I need to know, like, what the tweet was. Oh, my gosh. I will need to go back and find it because... This isn't like a one-time thing. This has happened a couple times. Um, Because I'm obsessed with David's face. And he can do no wrong. So I I will go back and let me make a note that next week I will talk about what he has liked that I have tweeted and why I'm also a celebrity. Okay, Um, this sounds like a love story. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I think it is. I think I found the one. (laughs) Oh my gosh. In my dreams. Okay, so I will start off by saying that The Emperor's New Groove was released on December 15th, 2000, which... Mm-hmm. Guys, that was 20 years ago. Insane. Um, wow. So I think I was in first grade. Were you in kindergarten then when this came out? Uh, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, that's irrelevant. So the, the Emperor's New Groove went on to make in the box office $1,690.3 million. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. So it's. 100, yeah. Okay. 
$169.3 million. Okay. okay. US dollars. There we go. And the box office, um, which is a huge number. Okay. But yeah. apparently for Disney, it's super low, which I'm like, yeah. what? I had, I don't know anything math wise. Like I can't even say a number, let alone <laughs> oh. know it. But anyway, so compared to movies that were coming out around that time, like A Bug's Life, Finding Nemo came out right after, Toy Story 2. Oh. This was not mm-hmm. like top of the line. But yeah. um, this was kind of like primetime age of Pixar. So Emperor's New Groove wasn't Pixar, whatever. So I have some fun facts about the Emperor's New Groove. Okay. And then I have my reasoning for why I think it didn't do so well. So let me begin by saying it was originally going to be like a different plot based off of a Mark Twain book, The Prince and the Pauper, where Cusco was going to switch um, switch lives with a commoner, like just a poor mm. commoner who was going to be played by none other than Owen Wilson. Oh, that would have been interesting. It would have been interesting. And I, I also... Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Okay, I was going to say, that's <laughs> just... That's been done before, you know? Like... Right. Yeah, so I, I don't know if it would be as intriguing as, like, switch, switching lives with a llama. Or llama. he doesn't switch lives, <laughs> he just becomes a llama or whatever. <laughs> yes, he's poisoned to become a llama, which you are correct. I've never heard of that happening ever before. So I do like this, like abnormal twist which is like totally normal in this movie like it's no big deal he's just the right. drama no one's really as phased as i think they would be um so i i think this is why owen wilson later became the voice of the main car on cars um, oh just a personal opinion also another major celebrity who now rachel knows was supposed to play yzma and it was going to be a musical, and it was going to be Barbara freaking Streisand. Really? Yes. I'm shook. I was like, this ruined everything, because Rachel would have well known about Barbara Streisand had she been Yzma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who did play Yzma? Oh, I cannot think of her name off the top of my head, but she was not someone well Not like known. a... Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And still clearly, since no one knows. Um <laughs> Anyway, I loved her. So this is my probably not politically correct thought on why this didn't quite go so well, but I'm going to blame it on 9-11. I'm going to say 9-11 was less than a year later. And so it probably, you know, tensions were high. People weren't necessarily wanting to whatever. This It doesn't have any sense, but it's like in the same general time. And I feel like 9-11 covers anything. So yeah, I feel like... 9-11 has, like, a radius around it of, like, a year. <laughs> or, like, anything that happened, like, a year before or after, it's just, like, it never happened. <laughs> right. I did not wear an eye patch in kindergarten. That did not happen. Okay? No, it did not happen at all. <laughs> it did not. All of my my bad memories are all a lie. Thanks to 9-11. Jeesh. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I was not bullied for my eye patch, surprisingly. But, um... Anyway, I'm just going to do a quick little rundown about the characters and how this actually was, like, making waves. So, Cusco is not, like, a prince in shining armor. He's actually just, like, a charming, kooky, lovable character played by David Spade. Mm -hmm. Yzma is, like, the classic villain in that she, like, 
goes big and she's like an over the top villain. Um, and what I love about her is she goes for what she wants. She's an independent woman and she might be evil, but she's really likable. Um, and then Krunk, he is like so lovable. He's really yes. hot. He's sweet. He loves to cook. He's a chef. And he might be a bad guy, but he doesn't know he's a bad guy. I think he's fallen into the wrong crowd. Do you know what I mean? I think that's like my favorite kind of character is like the guy who's hanging with the bad guys, but he's actually like really sweet and lovable. And <laughs> he just like, he, like it's, I think it's because they were the only people that like would accept that person. And I feel like yes. that's a popular character is oh. like they're accepted by the evil one. And so they're just, you know, like their henchman and do whatever they are told to do. But then usually they like have a change of heart and like, you know, help save the day in the end. Who are you thinking when you say this? Is there <laughs> someone that sticks out or just in general? No, I don't have any. <laughs> uh, we'll have to think about it. Maybe we'll do like a whole episode about something like that because like they're oh, out there. Yes. I'm just terrible at thinking at the sp- on the spot. So um, yeah, yeah, I like this. Villains yeah. that aren't actually villains. Um, <laughs> coming soon to your headphones, guys. <laughs> um, and, and I'll just quickly say, Pancha, good guy. We get it, yada, yada. How do you not like him? And then Chicha, his wife, she holds the family together while her husband's out gone and she has two kids she's clearly 10 months pregnant and she (laughs) is i saw she's like the first female character to hold like a big position in a movie while pregnant which i thought was really cool so there's a lot of like pro woman in this movie it is a kid an adult friendly it's hilarious it's Mm -hmm. created famous lines such as no touchy which i have seen on face masks just this week and you know, squeak, squeaker, squeak, squeakity. And I always think of Kronk when there's an angel and a devil on his shoulder. And he really helped me inspire my love for cooking. That being said, I know I'm taking up a lot of time. My last thing, guys, I promise. Okay. I just thought if I were going to make a live motion picture of this today, mm-hmm. I would want David Spade, for obvious reasons, to be Cusco. Mm-hmm. I think Kronk should be Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, and yeah. That's good. Yzma should be Kristen Wiig. What do you think? Would you watch it? Oh, I would totally watch that. Yeah, that's perfect. Love it. Okay. Yes. Thanks a lot, 9-11. Next. (laughs) Rachel, what do you have? (laughs) Thank you so much for all that work that you put into that. Okay, since we're talking about David Spade, we just have to, like, briefly in 30 seconds talk about, have you seen his new movie that's on Netflix? oh the wrong missy i want to but i haven't yet have you seen it no i haven't either i don't think it's gonna be good and i don't know if i'll ever watch it but if you watch it and tell me that i need to watch it i will (laughs) it it does look really stupid like really stupid but it was like number two on netflix like number one this week i know yeah weird i think we're just all making bad decisions right now (laughs) watch it like win an oscar Oh my gosh. Okay. No way. So my first underrated TV show is a show called The Grinder. Have you heard of this? I have not. It's not the homosexual app grinder. (laughs) No. (laughs) Thankfully. (laughs) Which I actually I think I just realized when you Google, you do have to be a little careful because (laughs) if you don't put like if you put the in front of it, the grinder, it pulls up the show. But if you put in just grinder, 
<laughs> Apparently, oh. there actually is a movie about like the Grinder dating app, and like that came up when I typed in Grinder. Interesting, but um, that that is not what you're talking about. No. So let me tell yes. you about it. Okay. Yes. The Grinder is a TV show that came out, I believe, in 2015. It had um, one season and then was canceled, but it actually is like a really great show. It's on Netflix, so you can watch the one season on Netflix right now. Um, The star is none other than the beloved Rob Lowe. No way! (laughs) The beloved and questionable Rob Lowe. (laughs) And he is co-starred by Fred Savage. Do you know who Fred Savage is? That's so familiar. I'm going to Google image him, but I do know who that is. So right? he is, yes. You, I mean, I, I would think so. But I think the only reason I know who he is is because he is the brother of Ben Savage, who was uh, Corey in Boy Meets World. Oh, interesting. And Fred Savage that. had oh, like yeah, an appearance, hey. an appearance on Boy Meets World. And he tried to steal Topanga away from Corey. And yeah. anyways, that's all. So, he, but oh he has something else he's known for, but I don't remember what oh, it is. Oh, The Princess Bride. Yes, yes, yes. He's the little boy from The Princess Bride. Okay. So, I'll tell you the, the plot of this show. So, yes. The Grinder is about, um, Rob Lowe is an actor, and he, for, like, the past probably almost 10 years, was playing a lawyer on a TV show. Well, okay. he gets dropped from the show, And then he moves home, and his actual father and brother, who is Fred Savage, are real-life lawyers. And so Rob Lowe comes home and decides that he wants to be a real-life lawyer because he thinks he knows everything that it takes because he has been an actor lawyer for, like, eight years. And so, yeah, hilarity ensues. It's like a – I think it's a 30-minute comedy, and it is really funny. So it's like – you know, he is taking himself so seriously and thinks that he can, like, literally be a lawyer. And his brother is, like, a real lawyer, but he, like, doesn't have a lot of confidence. He's, like, not falling for his charm, but, like, everybody else is so, like, enamored with him because he's attractive and, you know, like, knows the right words right. to say, but he doesn't really know, like, what he's saying. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> it is a really cute show. And, unfortunately, it got canceled um, after one season, just because it didn't have high enough ratings, even though um, it had great reviews and was nominated for like a few awards that year. But oh my yeah. gosh, that's so bizarre! Yeah, oh. so but it's definitely worth the one season watch. Okay, on Netflix, you said right? Yes, on Netflix. Okay, I'm excited as much as. I am upset that he might be a pedophile. I do still love <laughs> Rob Lowe. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's tough. Grinder. How do you <laughs> feel about the last name Savage? Do you, Would that be cool to you, or is that kind of rough? I like it. Okay. Rachel Which, Savage. I think, you know, it kind of depends on, like, if you asked me that question five years ago, maybe I wouldn't have the same response. But I feel like Savage has had, like, a arising in the past few years of like it kind of has a better meaning now because of you know like the savage song or whatever bougie (laughs) savage (laughs) so savage rachel savage in another life if only (laughs) yeah for sure okay i'll have to give it a watch yeah okay what do you have next 
All right. I'm pretty sure this isn't going to be a shock to, you know, much of anyone. But Mm -hmm. my next underrated movie is Paul Blart Mall Cop. (laughs) I am obsessed. And Rachel, just you don't have to. It won't hurt my feelings. Do you like or not like this movie? You know, I like I said, I am not a tough critic. So I've seen the movie and I'm pretty sure I enjoyed it. I honestly don't remember much from it because I saw it a long time ago. Um, but yeah, like pretty much anything I'm gonna be like, yeah, that was pretty good. Like it takes something to like, it has to be really, really bad for me to not like something. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Well, I am so glad to hear that. That's a better way to start off this next section than you saying it sucked. (laughs) Um, But you're not alone in your opinion because Pablo Molkop crushed in the box office when it was released January 16th, 2009. And it beat, um, these are just some of the other actors that had movies out that weekend. Clint freaking Eastwood. Like, what? Um, James Franco, Anne Hathaway, Kate Hudson. It also beat freaking Slumdog Millionaire, which I think, like, yeah, it was like an Oscar. (laughs) I know. Um, It's insane. It was, like, and still is. It's such a clean, like, family movie. Um, and I have an opinion as to why that is. And I think it's when there was um, the recession of 2008. People were just kind of down in the dumps. You know, people are losing jobs. It's kind of maybe a little adjacent to what we're going through now with this whole <laughs> coronavirus. Just like, yeah, it's kind of a bummer of a year, right? So mm-hmm. what a way to start off the next year, 2009, with an everyday hero and you know, and every man, shall we say, just a modern anyone. And he comes in, saves this mall, basically <laughs> saves the freaking world, and definitely saves the lives of many people in the mall. So mm-hmm. I went ahead and wrote down a couple things we can learn about this movie. And number one is friendship and diversity with my favorite character, Pahood. Um, <laughs> do you remember Pahood at all, Rachel? No, I'm sorry, I don't. <laughs> Well, Tahood. Oh gosh, where do I even begin? First of all, I'm in love with him. Second of all, um, Paul Blart's friend owns the phone stand kiosk in the mall, and he does not understand how Paul Blart doesn't have a phone. And Paul insists it's because he loves handwritten sentiments. But this guy offers to let Paul have this phone for a little bit, um, and the phone belongs to his daughter, who is now grounded because. She was getting too close with her boyfriend, Pahood, who was a sassy Indian man. I'm assuming Indian. He might be Pakistani, but whatever. Um, Anyway, he is ridiculous. And her ringtone is, I'm the kind of girl you want to chew up on my bubble gum. (laughs) So that's Paul Blart's ringtone, which I love. And Pahood ends up really helping Paul save the day while saying creepy things like, feeling alive. And, like, he's terrifying. Um, So diversity and friendship plays out. Also, um, the type of woman Paul is interested in, I think, is something we all should look for in a partner. Because he wants a hardworking woman. You probably don't remember this, but Amy, the love interest, does sell wigs at the mall. And Mm -hmm. she romantically rides on his Segway with him. And she's not interested in douches like Stuart, who's a pen salesman. Nah. Like, she likes Paul because he is a hero and he might, you know, have some extra weight and live with his mom and have a daughter that's, you know, old and clearly not related to him. But 
she loves him for the right reasons. I learned a lot about health in this movie. I had no idea what hypoglycemia is. And I was able to better understand yeah. my friend on my cheerleading squad, Michaela. And last but not least, Aww. it really helps with heartbreak. Because Paul says, quote, peanut butter just fills the cracks of the heart as he puts it on top of his pie. Which, mm, so you know, true. we all go through that. Yes, I love that. And I think it's changed the way we think when we see a segue generally. I think now we think about Paul Blart in Mall Cops. Um, yeah. And TLC was also inspired to start a show called Mall Cops of America. Did it really? do well or last long? No. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> I remember watching it. They like it was a reality show about the mall cops of the Mall of America. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was awful. It'd be like women that were lost in the parking garages because there were so many and they were like, I don't know where my car is. And they would like segue around and help them. <laughs> no. It was terrible. But I just love an everyday hero who doesn't seem like he's all that really saves the day. And I love it. I love that. Thank you. You did, you did so much research and a really great presentation. I give you an A+. Thank you. If only this was a visual, I could pull up my PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll work on it. Next time, guys. Maybe we'll have a YouTube channel. Okay, so my next underrated TV show, I like that you went with movies and I went with TV because I feel like we like evened each other out. Yeah. Oh, I didn't um, think about that. I know, not even on purpose. But <laughs> this is one of my favorite TV shows of all time oh. and it is NCIS. <gasps> nice <laughs> pick! So, <laughs> thanks for like really pretending like you didn't know that I was gonna say that. <laughs> nice a pick. <laughs> I love your fake surprise voice. Anyways, <laughs> so NCIS. If you haven't heard of it, if you've been living under a rock and you haven't heard of it, it is it stands for the Naval Criminal Investigative Service. So it's one of those good old crime cop type shows. So I, I, good. It's like probably not even the right descriptor, but it's fine. <laughs> and this show, like, it's kind of weird because this show actually, like, is on its 18th season or is about to start its 18th season and is, like, one of the highest viewed rated shows, like, in all time. But I feel like nobody is watching it anymore except for like probably all of our parents or grandparents <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and me but this show is freaking amazing so it has like everything it's got the like the crime it's got the mystery it's got like the characters with really like interesting backstories that you like fall in love with these characters mm. it's got romance it's got friendship it's got, like, comedy, whatever. And they do a really good job of, like, you know, like, stringing the story, like, throughout seasons even, you know, where, like, they have one episode of, like, you know, like, the big bad guy. And then, like, ten episodes later, you don't even hear anything about him. And then all of a sudden, he's, like, back. And so, yeah. <laughs> I think it is amazing. And people need to be talking about it. <laughs> it is seriously what other show has been on that long? None. Well, actually, so here's what um, Wikipedia says. 
as of 2020, it is the second longest-running scripted, non-animated U.S. primetime TV series currently airing, surpassed only oh. by Law & Order's Special Victims Unit. Oh my um, gosh! Really? And it is the seventh longest-running scripted U.S. primetime series overall. So, yeah. That's insane. <gasps> Oh my gosh. Okay, well, who's your favorite character? Do you have, like, a preference? Okay. Oh my gosh. It's, that's tough, because of course um, Leroy Jethro Gibbs is amazing. <laughs> and his haircut can just, like, not be beat. It's the best. <laughs> his um, haircut? <laughs> do Wait, you, what like, know what I'm It's just that it's, like, a short little... It's short, and then it has, like, a weird flick it's, in the front. It's the Marine haircut. And uh, so, like, that's kind of the thing is, like, you know, he was a Marine, like, who knows, like, in the 70s. And basically his hair <laughs> hasn't changed since. And oh, nice. um, so, yeah, it's just, like, he, they will never change his hairstyle just because, like, that's his thing. So okay. it's, it's, like, the middle part thing. It's it's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm Google. Now I know what you're talking about. It's okay horrendous and I'm looking at a picture of him not part in the middle and he looks like he could be Tom Cruise's older brother so they really should fix it even if he is a marine just but, but he pulls it off like he is like okay. the hottest old man that's on true. TV. Like, that's true. <laughs> he oh my gosh anyways so I love him <laughs> I loved Anthony Dinozo who is no longer mm. on the show which is sad womp womp um Timothy McGee <laughs> is amazing so yeah, I guess drugs. Timothy McGee. I'm just, I'm sorry. I have been thinking this for so long and I'm glad we can talk about this. Okay. Watch like, you know, Chandler on Friends, his weight gain and weight yes. loss. What yeah. is up with McGee? Because he weighs two pounds sometimes. And then he like blows up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. My guess is it's just like a weight problem, you know, like he just, you know, like goes up and down and, you know, has his seasons. Like the rest um, of us, yeah. Yeah. Right now, he, he is not looking his best right now, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's not. But, Poor um, yeah. So he's up there too. Gotcha. You're yeah. a big fan. And also, so now, like, you know, we're at that time where they have all these new characters who were not the original characters, but one of them is good old Wilmer Valderrama. Oh, oh yeah. Um, Fez from that 70s show. <laughs> yeah, he, I like him. I mean, it's kind of weird sometimes because he still sometimes sounds like Fez, but <laughs> yeah, he's fun. I like him. But he's, like, so macho, and it's, like, kind of weird to see. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they try to make him to be, like, the, the hot guy who, like, only cares about, like, his looks and girls and stuff. And I'm like, no, you're Fez. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? I don't understand. Yeah. And apparently I only like the guys on this show, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, girls, they're good, too. <laughs> what did you think of Ziva? Do you remember her? Yes, I love Ziva. Um, oh, so you do like Ziva. I do like Ziva. And also, um, oh crap, what's the name of the girl in the lab? Um, she oh, just left, uh, so I can't remember what her name was. The gothic one? Yeah, she was like gothic. We're gonna find this. Give me one sec. Oh, Abby, Abby! Abby, yeah. Oh, yeah, Abby. She was just like so weird, but so lovable. 
brought everyone together. Yes. Drank way too much soda, Pop. Yes. Yeah. Those huge, like... And and he, she was the only one that um, Gibbs would, like, kind of let his guard down around. And he always, like, gave her a kiss on the cheek and stuff. It was cute. And she left him. I hate yeah. that. And if I'm thinking correct, I'm pretty sure Mark Harmon mm-hmm. um, was, like, a big college athlete at, like, UCLA or something. Really? Yeah. It, like, he was, like, the guy. Quarterback, I think. Very yeah. interesting. Makes sense now. Do you, know, do you know what else Mark Harmon is known for? Could it be Freaky Friday? Yes! yes! <laughs> so weird. Do you like him in Freaky Friday, or do you prefer him as Jethro Gibbs? Well, that's the thing. Like, to me, he is like Jethro Gibbs. And so Forever, yeah. seeing him in Freaky Friday where he's just, you know, like a nice guy who loves Lindsay Lohan's mom. Like, it's just weird because you're used to him being so like straight and, and like, you know, grab your gear. But um, <laughs> yeah. Anyways. That's hilarious. And he hasn't done anything like that since that I know of. Has he? Anything like Freaky Friday? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think oh. um, the next year he played the president on Chasing Liberty. Which, no way. Chasing Liberty. Was that the cartoon on PBS? No. <laughs> okay, no, I don't. So Chasing don't Liberty so. is a Mandy Moore movie. Um, <gasps> it is, I believe, is, is she possibly the president's the daughter? daughter? Yes. Is he the president? Yes. Of yeah. I'd vote for him. He could do that for sure. <laughs> I miss those good old like president's daughter movies. You know, like my date with the president's with the daughter. Pre- do you oh my the little gosh. jingle. My, my date, date with, with the, the president's, president's daughter. daughter. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good movie, and that guy was on Boy Meets World too, right? Yep, Eric. <laughs> oh my gosh, there were so many president's daughter. Katie Holmes was the president's daughter at one point. Yeah, that was like a big like era for some reason it was like let's do all these movies about the president's daughter falling in love with a normal person right you know wanting to get out of the white house (laughs) oh my gosh well maybe i am just thinking and hopefully this will have a comeback but freaking chelsea clinton grew up in the white house and then the bush daughters were like in college during the white house so maybe people were like Oh yeah, we could do that. <laughs> and yeah. now they're like, "Uh oh, there are black presidents' daughters. That's too diverse. We don't know if we can handle this." <laughs> right? Yeah, it, it's like you're saying, like all these things, like in the culture, affect like the media and so, or you know, movies and TV. And so, w- when we loved the presidents' daughters and we were so enamored with them, like it was probably all the movie makers were like, "Let's do this!" Oh my gosh! And they were smart because we're still singing their freaking stupid songs. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever wish that your dad was the president? Um, <laughs> no. I, I mean, I might have had the thought, but I don't have like a strong memory of me like imagining that. So, <laughs> wasn't really in the sight. You, you got it. Oh, was that uh, a dream of yours? <laughs> I mean, it still is. <laughs> um, one day. I remember telling my mom, like, if I don't grow up to be famous, what am I gonna like? What does life look like for someone that's not famous? And she was like. <laughs> 
like your life. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think I just wanted so badly, you know, like my dad's going to be the president and then I can date Jesse McCartney. <laughs> yes. <sighs> In another world. Okay. Well, that was so fun. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> all I want to do is watch Grinder now and all 18 seasons of NCIS. Um, and some other fun things this week that I just think we should all look forward to mm-hmm. is National Road Trip Day on Friday. Also, the National <laughs> National <laughs> Vanilla Pudding Day. So guys, oh. hurry. Now is the time to go get your vanilla pudding and celebrate while you're taking a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been a huge pudding person. Have you? Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> I live, well, currently, I have like phases, but I have made sugar free pudding twice this week. And what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Your response was like if I had murdered someone. <laughs> what? I just did not see that coming. Okay, okay. <laughs> now I know like how to appropriately respond. You're a pudding girl. Okay, cool. <laughs> you still <What>? have <laughs> I have like the taste buds of a thousand year old woman. <laughs> or a two year old. That's true. No big deal. Oh my gosh, I have like tears coming out of my eyes. <laughs> Um, yes, I love, love, love to make vanilla pudding sugar-free and um, put bananas in it and then, like, crinkle up half a graham cracker on top. Graham cracker, graham cracker. (laughs) So you're making yourself, like, a single-serve banana pudding thing. Oh, you know it. And I was feeling crazy. Had, you know, a little tear sesh the other day. So Mm -hmm. I made a chocolate sugar-free vanilla pudding and made some whipped cream and put an Oreo in it and made like a dirt pudding like it was 1996. So that's like kind of brilliant. Did you get any gummy worms in it? <laughs> Honestly, that is kind of the part that grossed me out. Oh, yeah, oh, me too. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, I hated that people called it dirt pudding and I was like, mm-hmm. ew, like it's Oreo pudding. It's not dirt. That's so gross. Yeah. So. So when you when you say you're making sugar free pudding, are you like <laughs> are you buying like the Jello packets at the store where you like have the mix and I don't even know what you put in it like water I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I don't know exactly what my deal has been with gelatin over the past year, but I I make protein drinks with gelatin and I hmm. think they're amazing. Uh, and so then I started getting into like sugar-free jello so i'll go and it's like so this is what i love about it too is it's so cheap it's like 25 cents for like a little packet of pudding and then that makes four servings so i can get four snacks for 25 cents what Mm -hmm. oh yeah i'm gonna gonna strongly encourage you next time you're at heb to just make a make a stroll to the pudding section but you don't like pudding i'm okay with pudding like my memories growing up is like I am always partial towards chocolate, so right. chocolate pudding I like. Any other flavor, I'm like, no, I need chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so, You're not a nanner pudding girl, you know. Like I like banana pudding now. It's not my favorite. I'll eat it, but it's not like, ooh, I'm craving some banana pudding. You know? Oh, well, okay. I had never even heard of banana pudding until I moved to Texas. 
Oh, really? Um, yeah. And then I went to Austin Top's birthday party, and, <laughs> and his mom made banana pudding instead of cake, like, every year. Mm. That's his favorite food. And mm. it was, like... I don't like that. <laughs> you're like, ew, I hate this. Oh, well, that's kind of my thought was, like, I don't want to eat anything that jiggles, and, like, you're choosing <laughs> banana flavor never sounds good. But, like, it was, like, the sun set before me and glitter was in the air. And mm. Taylor Swift was on. Like, it changed my life. So now I And it was, fan. like, with the vanilla wafers layered in. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Which I, I like. This might be weird, but I like when the vanilla wafers get soggy. I don't oh, like no, when totally. they're still crunchy. Totally. Yeah. You've okay. got to have soggy wafers. And vanilla wafers on their own are so gross. So, yeah, for sure. My yeah, dad, I'm pretty that. sure, used to like snack on vanilla wafers and like just eat them. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's gross because it's a it's like a cookie, but I'm just yeah. like, oh, how dare him! They're <laughs> so plain. Yeah, I that, I'm just I'm disgusted by the whole like replacing birthday cake with pudding. That's not oh. okay in my book. Like, if it's a birthday party, there needs to be cake. What about a cookie cake? How do you feel about that? I, do you know, I love <laughs> cookie cakes. And most of my birthdays growing up, I actually requested cookie cake. Okay, so that is totally, like, that counts as a cake in your book for a birthday. Yes. <laughs> I'm not saying that, like, a cookie is cake, but I like cookie enough to where, like, if you can cut me a slice of cookie oh, instead of, yes. you know, just a single cookie, like, I am all there. <laughs> oh, 100%. And cake is one of my favorite foods, but something about, like, a nice store-bought cookie cake where it's, like, smushy. Like, you Yes, they you don't get hard. Yes, and I don't know what it is about, um... You can make Toll House cookies and try to smash it into a circle. It's not going to be as good. I don't know no. what it is. I know. I don't know how they do it. So one of my, like, childhood memories is we would always, like, you know, go shopping at the mall. Remember those days? Oh, um, do I? And, you know, my favorite place was Limited 2. Of and course. at the mall, which I'm pretty sure all malls were set up similar to this, where the Great American Cookie Store was uh, right across from Limited 2. Oh, and yes. so I would always get a slice of cookie cake after doing my shopping at uh, Limited 2. I love that. And, okay, I just know, friend of the show, uh, actually, excuse me, CFO, um, uh -huh. Amanda and I, for her son's birthday, we went to the store and we all got a great American cookie slice and it was like so nostalgic best birthday of my life I oh love it did you go to Annie Ann's pretzels you know I have gone but that wasn't like a regular for me pretzels no. like were not always my favorite I if I have a choice I'm going to the cookie cake <laughs> of course yeah yeah you've got to go sweet over salty um yeah. I worked in a bakery at a at a grocery a marsh it's like a chain we have up here um, really? It's probably like Tom Thumb. Yeah, one of those. But I worked in the bakery, and so I, uh -huh. my job was to decorate cakes and cookie cakes. And it was so fun. So my boss would be like, oh, if you ever mess up, you can make the cookie cake samples. I don't even know how many times I intentionally. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, like, I would eat half of the cookie cake and then give, yeah. like, one slice sample to someone. But, oh, 
that is literally a dream job (laughs) (laughs) it was so cool so yeah cookie cakes if you guys ever feel like sending in cookie cakes to the podcast feel free (laughs) we'll eat it Yes, like within 10 minutes, probably. (laughs) No problem. No problems there. Well, I'm so glad we agree on cookie cakes. Oh, and basically, so what I'm hearing is National Pudding Day. I was like, how did we get here? I'm going to look for National Cookie Cake Day, and we will, like, actually celebrate that. So, (gasps) yeah, we can, like, yeah, we'll send each other cookie cakes and take pictures. It'll be fun. Yes. So fun. (laughs) Okay, so cookie cake. Okay, and then just real quick, I yeah. it's uh, Naomi Campbell, model, supermodel, mm-hmm. arch rival Tyre Banks, turns 49. And then this one, I kind of have a bit of a tood towards her, so I want to hear yours. Jennifer, oh. with a G, Jennifer Gutwine, turns 41. So Who is that? Um, She's in Once Upon a Time. She oh, wait, the- you mean Jennifer Goodwin? Oh, <laughs> Sorry, good one. Good one's my cousin's last name. <laughs> is it spelled the same? No, no, totally not at all. Um, but oh. they own the Gutwai. My cousins own the building that I work in, so I hear their name all the time. Um, oh, so sorry, Jennifer Goodwin. <laughs> Goodwin. Yes, I know her, and I love her. But yeah, are you asking for me for my opinion on the spelling of Jennifer with the G? Well. Yeah, don't you think, like, does she come from money? Or, like, what's why you have to spell it with a G? Uh, Yeah, it's not my favorite. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I am like, hey, I respect that you're trying to be different. But sometimes I'm, like, offended by it. And this one I'm not super offended by. (laughs) So I can't really explain why. But I think it's kind of cute for her, actually. Like, Jennifer with the G. With her little pixie cut. But um, She does look good with the pixie cut. Yeah, she's beautiful. Yes. Freaking Jenny. I actually think that I considered using Once Upon a Time as my underrated show. No um, Because I loved that show. Oh, I'll have to give it a, a go-see. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Nice. Okay, I will put that on my list after Grinder Once Upon a Time. Yeah. So do you have anything that you need to vent about the Jennifer with a G thing? Mm. I want to make sure you are heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, not really. I think... <laughs> My dad's best friend's name is Jeff. Well, his name, okay, guys, don't go off and be creepy, but his name is Jeff Knowles. But he spells <laughs> it Geoff Knowles. And yeah. my sister and I are, like, appalled by him only because his name. And we're <laughs> like, oh, you think you're so fancy because your name's Geoff Knowles. And so whenever he, like, comes over and we see him, we're like, Geoff and he's like, I don't know why you guys hate me. I will agree with you that the Jeff with the G off is weird. I've always found the G-E-O-F-F thing weird. Yes. I don't I get it. That. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Um, they just think that they're seems, better than us. Yeah, yeah. It seems like they're trying to be, like, fancy. Like, they're trying to be royal or something. <laughs> right. Like, if you want to be King George, be King George. But your name is G off Knowles. So, get over it. You might be an engineer, but that's it. <laughs> yeah for sure <sighs> but okay. um that is not my pop knot of the week i do have another but do you want to go first 
Sure, I can do that. So, I actually, my pop and pop not are both podcasts. So, for me, it's just a little, like, like a podcast-themed pops <laughs> and pop knots. Okay, so, starting with my pop knot is a little podcast you may have heard of called The Office Ladies Podcast. Oh, do you know about I? this? Oh, do you listen yes. to it? Um, Not religiously, but I do. Okay, so, like, give me just your, like, first take on it before I tell you what I think about it. (laughs) Okay, um, well, the reason I don't want to watch it is because I love The Office so much. Like, I want to think of that as, like, my friends from The Office. I don't want to know, like, wait a second, they're, like, Mm -hmm. real people, and so (laughs) that's one thing, but when I have listened to it, freaking Pam Beasley is so annoying. She is so annoying. She's like so and that's probably I don't like it. Like I liked Pam. I do not like Jenna Fisher. And okay. And I want to not like Angela. Like Angela sucks. Angela's the worst. And I don't like how she's like nice and funny. So it's so weird when Angela is nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I agree with you. And yeah, here's the thing. So Shelton has been listening to this show religiously ever since it started, but he doesn't even like it either. But I feel like he feels (laughs) like this obligation to listen to it because he loves The Office. So I've listened to um, a handful of episodes with him. And let me tell you, it's just like pointless. Like they don't say anything important (laughs) or that would be interesting for us to hear. So they literally like... They do these things called, like, fast facts or something. And the facts <laughs> are, like, not facts. They're like, hey, so did you notice that there was a mug on the table? And, like, that's it. Like, there's like there's no story behind what the mug is, why it's there, what does it mean? Like, there's just nothing interesting out about it at all. And, yeah, right. so it's just, like they just don't really have anything interesting to add i feel like totally. and so i don't know why they're doing it <laughs> why didn't they do a podcast about like like what we're doing like tv shows and like why mm-hmm. it's like you guys you need to move on from the office because the office has been over for 10 years unfortunately mm-hmm. you know yeah and then they like they literally walk through the episode and they'll be like so at two minutes and 14 seconds this <laughs> happens <laughs> And, and like, they're 30 minutes into the show. And I'm like, yes. what? What are you doing? What? Is no. this ever going to end? A hundred percent. And then Pam's like, well, let me get out my multicolored flashcards here. And I'm like, oh, yes. my gosh. We don't care that this is a pink flashcard. It's like, oh, my gosh. It's so annoying. Yeah, I've never learned anything interesting from this podcast about the show. Yes. I'm so glad you don't like this, too. I'm so I'm very, very disappointed in it. So I just want to tell everybody not to listen so that they'll stop doing it. (laughs) Stop listening, guys. And it it really gets my goat that it's, like, one of the top ten shows always. I'm like, yeah. And it's, yeah, I feel like it's one of those things where it's, like, people feel like they have to like this. And so they're, like, forcing themselves. And it's, it's just, like, it's not good. We can admit it. Like, we can, or, like, maybe we need to set higher standards so that Pam and Angela will do better. Like, we need more guys. (laughs) We should be giving negative comments to them. Yeah. For sure. I'm 100% I agree. Terrible podcast. It's a great pop knot. <laughs> Thank you so much. What is your pop knot? You're welcome. Um, controversial? I do not like Outer Banks. 
Wait, who? What? Have you seen the show Outer Banks on Netflix? Oh, Outer Banks. Okay. Yeah. I have not seen it because I've heard it is no bueno. Oh, really? I'm not the only one who thinks that. No, you're not the only one. I know it it is like having high ratings. It's like number two or whatever on Netflix right now. Right. Behind the wrong Missy. So, you know. (laughs) But yeah, I've heard... I've heard some people make some not great comments about the show. So, oh my gosh, it's so bad! Like it's so bad. So, how much of it have you watched? Well, I am on. So, I've been quarantine watching it with my mm-hmm. mom and my sister, and they really like it. And so, we're mm-hmm. on episode four. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm. I basically sit there and then I play on my phone because it's so bad. yeah well and here's the thing like I was saying earlier if I watch the show I will like it Uh, (laughs) yeah like I don't want to like it and so I'm not going to go there except Shelton yesterday or the other day was like I've heard this show is good we should watch it and I was like no it's bad we're not watching it (laughs) (laughs) how dare you well okay one thing that bothers me about it which is it's not like just singular to this show it's on a lot of shows okay so the main character his name is John B he's like a 35 year old man probably has like a family of three and two dogs and a cat and he is supposed to be a 17 year old I'm like in what world are you and it's like that with every character but then the parents are like maybe 35 in real life and they're like my dad's 60 (laughs) and I'm like wait no it's it's just absurd that they're the same age yeah anyway so it sucks don't waste your time yeah. Um. So I just remembered something that we talked about last week that you oh. said you were going to watch Waco. Have you done it yet? <gasps> I meant to tell you about this. Okay. okay. I'm livid. And it's Why? not because. So my brother came over for the mm-hmm. weekend to quarantine. Uh, my brother like lives in a one bedroom. So he's like, I need people. So he came and he like. <laughs> Well, he was like, I kind of want to watch something scary and maybe suspenseful. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I've actually been waiting for you to come home because Rachel said we should watch the show. Waco, it sounds so good. And my brother has no idea of, like, what's happening in the world. So he was like, Waco, what's that about? And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's about this. And so I start, you know, I start in. And then my dad yeah. is quarantining as well. So he walks uh-huh. by and he's like, oh, well, that is. Blah, 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 blah. I won't say it for the listeners. He explained everything that was going to happen. And I was like, no, no. And I was like, I specifically talked to Rachel about how we wanted to be ignorant to the details. We watched it. And he was like, sorry. Like, he was like, (laughs) I acted like he murdered my my dog. Like, I was so mad at him. So then my brother was like, well, I don't really want to watch it now. And I was like, I don't want to watch anything. Um, so I think we watch, we watch something else, but so anyway, I, I know what happens now, so I don't know if I should still watch it. Is it still good? Yes. You should still okay. watch it. Okay. I and will I think, watch it. I'm not sure. Like we can talk about later off the pod, what your dad said, but yeah. I'm sure that the show like includes stuff that your dad like didn't say, you know, that's true. There's a I lot think, more detail. Yeah. So. Yeah. I only, he only got five seconds into it before I started going ballistic. So I'm sure that that didn't cover the whole six hours or whatever. Yeah. I think you, you still be safe. So. Okay. Okay. Then I will, I will watch it and report back next week. Okay. Good. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and speaking of what I finished was dead to me. I'm so excited to talk about this. (sighs) Oh my gosh. It's so good. (laughs) 
I think we texted about the last scene of the last episode. I texted you. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about this real, real quick. This is a okay. longer episode. We were like, this is going to be a short episode. Fine. It's um, important. This <laughs> is so important. I kind of think James Marston is like equal in a way to Rob Lowe. And hear me out. Oh. It's like really pretty boy, mm-hmm. brown hair, blue eyes. And I think his career could have gone a lot of ways because I think he could have been like a George Clooney. I think he could have gone more into like musicals, but he's mm-hmm. chosen to stay in this like comedy kind of lane. And I think maybe to some extent that's similar with Rob Lowe. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I totally, I agree with you. I I love James Marsden too. So he's like a person that if he shows up in a show or a movie, you're like, yes, this is good. That's so true. And same with like Rob Lowe. Yeah, for sure. Ah, he's the secret sauce. Yeah, I've never seen James Marsden in something that I didn't like. So, what do you love the most? Oh my gosh. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is either Enchanted or 27 Dresses. Oh, I forgot he was in 27 Dresses. That's so good. Yeah, so both of those were great. I'm looking him up on IMDb right now. He, I forgot he was in Hairspray as Corny Collins. Collins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like he kind of... I don't know if this is true, but I feel like I didn't see him in stuff for a while for the past, like, few years. And I feel like he's, like, showing up again. So I'm excited about that. I am Um, too. Yeah, I, I think he was in stuff, and I just wasn't watching what he was in. But yeah, well, he's like secretly in everything. Like he was in the Notebook, and he looks exactly yes. the same. Like he doesn't age. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yes. crazy. Ah, James Marsden. He's um, a cutie. Okay, so what was your pop then? You had another podcast you loved. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so my pop is a podcast I've been listening to sort of like have been religiously listening to it for the past week and it's kind of random but um it's called the boundaries.me podcast which is a terrible name i'm not like popping the name of the podcast (laughs) but if you're aware of dr henry cloud he wrote all these boundaries books um you know what are you familiar with those? There's like I'm not. <laughs> okay, so there's one that's just called boundaries, and then they there's like boundaries in marriage, boundaries in dating, boundaries with kids, like all these different kinds. Oh. And then he's also done a lot of different other books with different names. But so he is like I guess he's like a therapist type doctor or whatever. Mm, and okay. He started doing like a live call-in show where people are like you know calling and being like here's my situation like what do i do i love this yes and so it's like you know he's giving them live therapy and then they're posting it on the podcast and so we get to go in and listen into all these people's like i mean it's like really sad that like there's like really messed up situations going on you know and but like it is like very intriguing to me. I love knowing the drama in people's lives. And so <laughs> does Dr. Cloud, let me tell you, because he like he like really digs. But yeah, so he just kind of gives them, you know, like a little bit of free therapy. And then we all get to listen in. And, you know, who knows? Maybe we have a similar situation where we can get some free therapy as well. Um, yes, free therapy. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so I've been enjoying that. So that is my pop. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love it. And actually, that kind of goes similarly with my pop. Really? Which, yes. And it's not so much about pop 
culture, but just something social, socially, that I have found to be such a treat. And I actually used it right before we went on today. So this is called social CBD. And I don't know anyone's thoughts or opinions on CBD. I've never really found it to work for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have like really bad insomnia, which is part of the reason why when Rachel texted me today at 12 or whatever, I was like, sorry, I'm just waking up. Um, (laughs) It's my day off. Um, Yeah, I just, I cannot fall asleep. I've been having the hardest time. And it's because I didn't use this last night. This social CBD has been Mm -hmm. the cure to my chronic fatigue and my insomnia. Like I have been just feeling so much better. So right now they're even doing a deal for um, if you order during quarantine time, you get free gummies and capsules sent to you. Um, Mm -hmm. So I've just been very, very happy and happy. It's been working out for me. So Um, is this like a pill that you swallow or what? I'm actually smoking mine. I found. Oh. Yeah, I know. I'll have to send you a little vid. Um, <laughs> I, I have just found it to be the most helpful, like yeah. on so many levels. And they have them for like some of the free ones I got. Like they have some that help you rest, and some that help boost your energy, and some help you focus, which I've been using. Um, and I am just such a big fan, and I like strongly suggest to everyone struggling with sleeping or anxiety or waking up focus whatever to mm-hmm. get on social cbd and try it and just to keep in mind that they give you a 30 percent off coupon code after your first time buying it mm-hmm. so don't buy too much your first time and buy more your second oh okay so okay question it so the yes. name of the business is social cbd the company is social CBD okay. and then it'll have like, what are you struggling with? And then that's when you can kind of find okay what works for you. I am very interested in this because I don't know if I've told you, but I've been having trouble falling asleep too. Like ever oh, since. No. Yeah. It takes me forever to fall asleep. And like once I'm asleep for the most part, I'm, I'm asleep and I'm good, but it's just the falling asleep thing. Like it could take me like, up to you know over an hour sometimes Um, and so I've been taking melatonin for the past like I don't know probably six months but I mean it's not like 100% effective like it helps a little bit but yeah so that is very interesting oh my gosh yes um also can we talk about how do you actually say coupon instead of coupon did I say that Yes, you said they give you a 30% coupon. <laughs> Maybe I do. I've never <laughs> I have I have proof. <laughs> I have Wait, what do you say? Coupon. Coupon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love this. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I guess so. Love it. You I'm so glad to know. Oh my gosh. Wait. Oh, I guess you wouldn't have had her. I heard that there was this one teacher at DPU and she would talk to you. Like, it didn't matter what you'd say, but she would talk to you for five minutes and she could tell what part of the state you are from. Like, you're from Northwestern Indiana, aren't you? Like, what? That's crazy. That is very talented. Yeah. It's like my goal in life to be able to be like, 
Mm, you're from the Bronx, not Queens, I can tell. Yeah, I'm not good at picking up on accents unless it's like, you know, the very strong, like, New York accent. But other than that, I'm like, if you're from America, you all sound the same to me unless you're like, howdy, y'all. So yeah, it has to be like real obvious for me to pick up on something. Um, If you had to have like a thick accent, which one would you want? Are we talking about like only in the U.S.? Oh yeah, oh, like here. I'll give you like you can have New York, okay. Southern, like Minnesota, don't you know? Like all no, in no. Chicago. Um, I ugh, I don't know. I think I would probably stick with Southern. You would. You would go Southern. That's a I little just, closer to home. I just don't like any of those other options. Like, don't sound appealing to me. Oh, okay, okay. So. So, so. <laughs> I would like to have a Canadian accent, actually. <laughs> really? Like, say sorry? I don't know. No, it's, I mean, I feel like every Canadian gets made fun of, so no, that's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, actually, I don't want to be bullied. <laughs> My mom has certain things she says, like, very Chicago-y, um, mm-hmm. and it's like, she doesn't know it, she doesn't hear it, but... I feel like accents kind of have gone away a little bit, you know? Like, yeah. people don't talk like that so much. Like, you guys don't talk yeah. like, I'm from Texas. But she right. says things like, when I was a sophomore, I was the class treasurer. And she's very, <laughs> like, and she, like, doesn't hear so it. Oh, yeah. But in my head, I'm always like, it's sophomore. So... <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah, I feel like uh, accents aren't as strong anymore. Like, I don't think you have an accent. I don't know if you would think that you talk differently than me, but I feel like we sound the same. So Right. I do, too. The only okay. time I've ever... I went to Seattle or somewhere, like, in the Northeast, and the girl... We, like, couldn't understand each other. I Well, it was because I think it started... I ordered a pop, and she had no idea what I was talking about. And mm-hmm. then... We, she was like, where are you from? Your accent is just throwing me off. And I was like, me? <laughs> like, I feel like I don't have anything. So that was yeah. kind of cool, though. I was like, oh, my gosh, my accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. I like country accents. And then, actually, my probably next option would probably be, like, a British accent, which you hate. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so glad you don't have one of those. Yeah, but you know oh. what? Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say, you know what? Ac- accent is super obnoxious. Is Irish accent? <gasps> I hate Irish accents. Yeah. I don't know why. And they say like forty three and thirty four. I'm like, it's not thirty <laughs> and forty. You are so gross. <laughs> no, freaking speaking of British accents, have you seen Harry Styles' new music video? Mm-mm. which it's, song is it it's watermelon sugar high oh i haven't heard it um okay well i just saw it was like watch harry styles new video and i was like yeah what else do i have to do it, yeah i was like <laughs> it was just like weird i don't know Ooh, i will have to watch it yeah watch it and let me know what you think i was just like I mean, compared okay. to the, the adore you music video is it like that kind of weird oh i haven't seen that one. Oh my gosh you have to watch the adore you music video it's literally like they made like a mini mu- movie so it's like 
eight or nine minutes long. Oh my gosh. Okay, I will definitely watch that. I feel like he's kind of a weird dude, like secretly. Oh, yeah. And I think it's being confirmed. He's like always wearing girl clothes and has his nails done. And I'm like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I also, okay, I know we're talking forever and I may or may not just cut this out, but I, I forgot I, we were doing a podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> Sorry, no, I, love it. I feel like this is like worth listening to. Like, I feel like this is actually good conversation. So I don't care. Yeah. Um, so as I was doing research today, I was Googling like underrated movies and I was like, you know, reading this article and this one came up. It's like a, I think it's a Netflix movie and it has Daniel Radcliffe in it. Came out a couple years ago, I think. And it is called like Swiss Army Man. And <laughs> I watched this trailer and it is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Like, you just have to watch it. But it's like, there's this guy who is, like, I guess stranded on an island, and he's about to, like, kill himself, and then (laughs) Daniel Radcliffe, like, washes up to shore, and (laughs) I, I have no idea, like, what the idea is here but this like daniel radcliffe is like not a normal human being so he like (laughs) cannot function but but he has all these like weird abilities so like that this is why it's called swiss army man because this guy like uses daniel radcliffe as like a machine gun and as like a fountain like water comes out of his mouth and then he like rides him across the ocean because he's like farting like it's weird It's so weird. <laughs> oh my gosh. When you said he was like a weird guy, I thought you meant like he's like eccentric, but he's like farting he's, across the ocean. Cool. Yeah, it's like I don't even know what he's supposed to be. If he's supposed to be like a alien or a robot or what. <laughs> but like he basically meets all the needs of this guy who is like on the island. So okay. yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna watch this movie, but everyone needs to watch the trailer. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm 100 percent gonna watch it. The sounds well, the trailer. I don't know about the movie, but I'm for sure yeah. watching the trailer. Yeah, I just feel like everything Daniel Radcliffe has done after Harry Potter has just been a questionable decision. Oh, I just saw last night Now You See Me Too was on TV, and I was like <laughs> Not a bad movie, but why would you go straight to another magic movie? Like, really? Wait, Daniel Radcliffe is this, is in Now You See Me Too? Is he in the first yeah, one? He, uh, he's not in the first one, but in the second one, he's like the main bad guy. And it's oh. so weird. I've seen this movie. I just don't remember. This. Exactly. It's exactly <laughs> so weird. <laughs> also, I just noticed that um, I never finished watching the incredible Kimmy Schmidt thingy. But apparently Daniel Radcliffe is, like, the love interest for Kimmy Schmidt in the end. I saw that, too. It's so sad. That's weird. <laughs> and somehow it's, like, an interactive TV episode or something. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. choose your own adventure, whatever. Yeah, I gave up on that, too. <laughs> I know. I might go back and finish it just because of my curiosity. But right. I don't think I'll like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, did yeah, we, we should probably wrap it up. <laughs> did you do your pop? Oh, oh yeah, I did. Um, it was the CBD. Oh, okay, perfect. Right, it was just three hours ago. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Okay, 
guys, if you're still here, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And we would just love to hear your feedback and your thoughts and your opinions. And if you have any fun episode ideas, make sure that you're following us on Instagram at poptherapypod. And we're also on Twitter at poptherapy underscore pod and Facebook at poptherapypod. And you can shoot us an email if you just want a pen pal at poptherapy101 at gmail.com. Guys, if you enjoyed our podcast, we would love for you to subscribe. Please leave us a review and a rating. And do not forget to tell your best friends. And if you need some pop therapy, please join us each Friday for your weekly session. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.